It has been a long time. Um, welcome to my podcast. I apologize for the yelling and screaming. And I apologize for the yelling and screaming that I'm about to do again. Oh, I gotta let that out. Welcome back to my podcast. Uh, I should clarify that the title of this um, is Joyful, a raw journal of the mindful revolution. And my name is Ethan Sherritt. And welcome. I really appreciate that there's almost 1,200 downloads of the podcast so far and if if there's just a few people that have listened to like multiple episodes to kind of follow along that blows me away and I owe you guys to stay positive <laughs> we owe ourselves I owe myself to stay positive but when times are confusing and you're going through some things that don't seem to have a right answer and you, you're focused on all the bad that can go on man that's what I've been dealing with the last week or so that's why I haven't been able to to uh, share anything yet but I, I decided like wow as low as I feel right now I kind of started this thing to make sure I can climb out. And because I know other people are feeling that same thing too. So where do I begin? Why? Why did I start out angry and frustrated and not happy and positive? I... I've been having the best day and the worst day for about three days in a row now. A Tale of Two Cities It is the best of times and the worst of times. Charles Dickens. That's probably a very good book about society and how two different halves of the world can exist, one in the worst of times and one in the best of times. And wow, that's that's probably uh, what Dickens may, may have been saying about life, is you can look at it one way or the other way because both things are happening at all times. But to me, it's been a couple of brutal days um, coming to a new place If to catch you up. The last time I checked in was in, uh, in Florida. I'd just gotten to Florida, the panhandle of Florida, to enjoy the sunshine there and my amazing family, my sister and brother and mother and my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and their amazing kids and... That was that was fantastic. And uh, from there, we basically departed on on Wednesday. No, on Monday this past week. So just uh, four days ago, we departed to get 
to here, the last leg of the journey, which is in Hampton Roads area of Virginia. This little historic town is called Smithfield. The uh, Smithfield area looks like a bunch of farms and houses that exist as they may have existed in like 1750 through 1850, nothing after that. And some even before that. This is a very old place. Uh, they, they like their pilgrim history out here and their settler history out here. And it, and it definitely shows that by driving through and, and seeing how people live. Pretty slow, pretty slow, but something's cool about that. Like I've been jogging down these streets the last few days and like the, the morning after I arrived, um, I, I went running, went for a long run, it ended up being like eight miles by the time I got back. And I ran to a river to the James River, and it was beautiful just to be out there. Nobody else was around, and and Jack was with his uh, my son, my just over a year and a half year old son, was with his uh, my mother in law and her and her husband Jim. So he's with his grandparents and actually with his mother. That's right. I'm staying in a place uh, right now, beautiful home with my uh, my present wife's uh, mother and husband um, so that Jack can see his mother and it just worked out that she she wanted to be at the same place when, when we were visiting. <clears throat> and so, uh, I guess a special group of people of... <laughs> I've emphasized a few times that people who find this podcast are, or a lot of motivational podcasts are like people who are so low that they need the motivation. And they're so low because they've just been kicked in the freaking face by something that is disappointing and hard to recover from. And of course, yeah. And that's what I want to document, the rebound from that. I rebounded. And that has been an amazing like journey to share what has helped me be strong and feel great and the people I've connected with that have helped me be strong and enjoy like the newness, the future rather than, uh, uh, than what could have been of the world. But somehow I allowed some uh, re some hope for reconnection or rekindling of something to to happen and even in my new focus on on the strong self not needing any kind of outcome from the world which that's such a cool mindset when you're not focused on the outcome you're focused on the self and the authenticity and the joy, the joy of life and being positive and sharing that joy, sharing that light, sharing that love. I mean, that's that's what I'm all about. And somehow, even though that's what I'm all about, allowed myself to imagine what, um, what if 
we could work things out. What if we could work things out? And it seemed like a, a snowball's chance for, for a moment. And just that snowball's chance was enough to make me completely derail all of my expectations almost to to focus on what what might be for the future of of me and our family and and her and Jack all together and then times a thousand exponential it got me hoping a lot even though the whole time I thought Ethan don't be invested. Remember, remember who you are, how strong you felt just a month ago by not needing any of this. Why would this be a possibility? Um, and then, sure enough, you open that, like your heart kind of opens. I'll just, let me try and speak a little more frank. I open the door to my heart again and and it got kicked, kicked closed repeatedly. And that's why it was scary to think of, of about to be opening that heart, you know? And I didn't want to share any of that on a podcast because I was like not sure how it was going to work out. Or I was sure, you know, but I didn't want to. I was sure. I felt good about it. That's what I was explaining that the best of times have existed in the same day for like three days in a row now. Feeling ecstasy and then despondent within like the same day. And having excitement to get up and then inability to go to sleep because of trouble. And so I want to share anything I can to save anybody from going down that path again and not to be a downer not to be in despair but just so that I can say hey well let me do something positive from this and that is um, I found myself trying to plead a case as as a love partner using like logic uh, using reasoning. And somebody has done that to me in the past. Very dear, amazing woman. Uh, explained like a, a big, like really reasonable, really understandable list of why, you know, why I shouldn't leave her. And there's no, there, there I remember thinking that there was no chance you know, there's just, uh, yeah, that's just sad hearing these things. They're logical and I get it. And we had amazing times, but uh, where I'm at right now, I'm just, I'm just not hearing this logic at all. But somehow I got, that was me. The other night, last night, this morning, like three times uh, this week, 
getting into some type of communication where I was pleading, using everything I could, pulling on reason. If you don't just listen to what I want, please just listen to my reasoning. Why you can't stray, why you can't leave, why we can work it out, why it can work these logical things and each each sing, each one is met with just a counter just a counter like it's a business meeting well i'll counter that with this and I, it man I, I guess i could keep doing that do do you have it you wonder like do i have the personality type that that'll just keep doing that no no, that's the thing is we can change our personality type. Um, when we recognize it in ourselves and hopefully I can articulate that enough so that if there's somebody you're thinking about who you have like a really good reason why they should be with you or why they should behave in a certain way, uh, sc screw that. There's... It, you just went into like the reason and, and logic zone, which doesn't work with love. It doesn't. I don't care if your reasoning has to do with children, young children, many children, anything. If you're like breaking down a list of, wow, this really makes sense for you to be with me. <laughs> Guess what? That's your sign. You just recognized it. Look for strength and beauty in other parts of the world because it is over. That's over. And there are great things to focus on and unknown things, let's not forget, to, to, to welcome into our lives and try to, to flip that script every day and look for new scripts, <laughs> new uh, plans of action for yourself, new, new ways to be, people to hang out with, hopefully. Reach out. Reach out to me. Thank you to the people who are following along on Instagram at Ethan Sherritt Official. I, I post pictures of, uh, like, I've been just doing the places I've been, or kind of like trying to follow along, like from when I, it was just over five weeks ago that Jack and I left Los Angeles, and we traveled from LA through Nevada to Colorado, to another location in Colorado, um, to Kansas, and then down Florida. And then the last leg here, which which is where we are now, in Smithfield, Virginia. If anybody is in this area and is on a positive mentality uh, that is open to conversation, uh, get with me on Instagram. Send me a send me a message, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. <laughs>
this has been uh, an episode just to get in touch and say that the positivity is needed. You're, you're not alone. There are other people out here like me. Um, I, that's, that's the, uh, the first, uh, episode, the first, um, aspect of the episode, I guess. That's my personal story. I usually try to catch you up on how the road trip is going and, and my personal things that I'm dealing with, you know, some of them are going to be awesome now. Some of them are going to be positive. And I guess they have been. When I was sharing about the, the road trip and everything, that was pretty sweet. Just this one one little moment in time seems to be, uh, what the hell do we do? What do we do? So aspect number one is what's going on with me in my life. That's it. I'm dealing with some personal things that uh, I'm seeking for the positivity uh, through, through, through those things. And, and that's the point of life for, <laughs> for, for certain moments, right? Is make sure you can, you can find a way to celebrate life still. The second component, the second aspect of each episode is some type of method or technique. And it was cool of my uh, wife, ex-wife, soon to be, um, a strange person to me, former spouse, mother of my child. She actually, uh, guided me through a breathing technique. And that was, that was nice of her, but it, it really worked. And let me tell you what it, what it is. The guy's name is, um, I can't remember what his name is. Wim. Wim, W-I-M, and he has a breathing technique. If you look that up on, on YouTube, you'll know what it is. Wim Hof, I think, H-O-F-F. Might be H-A-U-G-H, but his first name is Wim, and he's one of the most famous breathing technique guys. Because he tapped into what your body does when it is uh, gonna be deprived of oxygen, or in the, in the fight or flight reflexes, what your body will do to make the most of, of every little bit of oxygen in, in the blood. And it's pretty remarkable what it can do. And so there's kind of a, a several different processes that he's discovered you can, you can try. And the one that I tried was um, Laying as if, as if in a, a laying down comfortable meditation pose. Laying, um, I guess you could do a seated, like a lotus or something, but most people do laying. And you're going to completely relax, which usually helps up to tense everything first, and then step by step from the top to the bottom, relax each thing one by one. And then take a few breaths to get into a nice rhythm. Get your uh, breath flowing. And then get ready to do 30, like big, big inhales. <laughs> like with a relaxed, uh, relaxed stomach and relaxed shoulders and everything. Think about that. But 30 big, quick inhales. 
count to 30 on however you can. And when you get to 30, and you can do more. I mean, 30 is just like the number they, they suggest like really works. Um, then you're going to exhale and then do a big full inhale. So those 30 are just short, very strong inhales. And, you know, they will use the term charging your blood, charging your blood with oxygen. So it's getting super, you know, charged. That probably that, those 30 breaths allow several heartbeats to get through your body and it's all collecting, you know, as, as much oxygen as possible. And then you take one big breath as deep as you can. And then you completely relax. Some of that air can get out, but just don't take any more in. And you keep it that way for a long time, as long as you can, until you're until you gasp for a breath. And when I tried that, even the very first time, I got the effect that people say that you're going to get. Your something about our magnificent bodies knows what what is needed, what is needing, what hurts, in other words, for us to get out of that situation that we're in. Whatever caused us to need that much air like that is usually it's like some type of fight or flight survival instinct. So it will send like those white blood cells and the oxygen through the blood to those areas that most need it during that time that you're depriving yourself of that breath because your blood is supercharged and all of a sudden you're deprived of breath and you're depriving yourself. And sure enough, this terrible pain that I had from like um, driving <laughs> from driving with holding one hand on the wheel uh, left hand on the wheel and then right hand constantly checking in with Jack uh, one one seat behind me in the van and looking back at him and poor little guy had a cold so I was just really you know checking in on his his well-being like, you know, like 10 times a minute for like a 10 hour drive, it seemed like. So when I arrived the next day, I woke up and my had this back pain. But dang, that breathing technique, it sure made it feel really good. So I did four cycles of that yesterday and another four cycles on my own today. And that pain sometimes pain just goes away so you can naysay it but i felt that like tingle that they talk about in those areas in my back and in, and in a knee that was bothering me after the run so that technique i know i've been talking about the chakras um and i the last one i talked about was the fifth chakra the throat chakra um i haven't gotten to the sixth one yet <laughs> because there have been things going on i mean there's been like this this uh, this meeting of of the ex and the exploration and study of what happens to a love that is is has been uh, dismantled and destroyed. <laughs> hey, it just helps to talk about this, man. 
It does, because the only person I really talk about it with is, is this person who's involved, you know? Um, so that's, I'll get back into the chakras later, but it's kind of exciting to bring something else in. And that, I would say you can do four cycles of that breath technique in, in like 15 minutes. And it doesn't take as much mentally, um, as like when people say transcendental meditation is going to take it because you're so focused on getting those breaths done and then the relaxation for that holding your breath period. And the cool thing about that Wim Hof technique is that that guy has got, has done it so much that he's trained his body to be able to regulate its own temperature, regardless of how extreme the situation that he puts himself in. So he'll have videos on YouTube of like him standing in ice water, like for hours, you know, and, and he's just fine. He's like, I'm comfortable because I've got my blood all going to the, you know, the ways that I've mastered. Um, like a real Houdini probably holds his breath for like 10 minutes at a time or something, like something astonishing. Uh, I tried it today and I got a pretty good, for me, I mean, probably a minute of holding my breath, which is pretty good for me. Um, for not having practice in a while. So I'll do that from time to time, and I encourage you to try that. Just try that. If you don't um, want to go YouTube it again, relaxed laying down position, charge that blood with oxygen by taking 30 quick inhales. Make sure your body's relaxed throughout that. Your diaphragm is relaxed. Just 30 quick inhales, as much air as you can get each one, really quick. And then breathe out and then breathe one huge, enormous breath in and relax. Let that air go out, but do not breathe in until you're about to die. And before you have to breathe in, you'll probably start to feel those tingles in places that, that uh, you need to feel some healing in. Pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. And it's awesome of what how people can explore the the reaches of uh, human body potential and human mind potential sometimes. Motivational people, Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, you know, Buddha, Jesus, people like that. Um, the third aspect of the podcast that I usually try to offer people, aside from just like my personal story and a method or technique, is something relevant in society or the news. And I just have a tiny one, just tiny itty bitty for that today. When I was driving into Smithfield, this place is so country and so out here. It's so rural. The little churches um, that look like they have, they don't have parking lots. People just park like on the grass in front of the church. And, and you're not really sure like, when the, when the church was built, it really looks like it could have been, you know, 50 or 80 years ago. But, you know, it's a church and they have a little sign that looks like, like, you know, it's, it'll say, I saw one today that said, uh, you think it's hot here? Question mark. You think it's hot here? Like they're having a heat wave and it's not that bad, but it's pretty hot. It's a summer. And so obviously, since it's on a little church signboard, 
you know, applying that it's it's definitely hotter in hell than than here. So you might want to come into this church and make sure that you don't go to hell if you don't if you don't like the heat here. So that's a pretty effective sign if, if you know if you're if you understand like ah oh, that's pretty clever, and I would also like to avoid the fires of hell. So I guess I will try that church, that clever church. But the cool thing was a different church that I was driving by that was even more um, rudimentary than that one. It had just like one of those little uh, signs that have the um, like a like a really broke down diner, you know, like they would have just like these little letters that you can configure uh, that they don't have any special font or anything like that. And there was no like the church's name wasn't on the thing. Like they didn't have the special sign made with the church's name on it. It was just one of those like you just get a sign and you can use that for any business you want, whether it's a used car lot or a bowling alley. Um, but how cool is this? What they said was join us for Tai Chi classes on Sunday or Monday, I think it was actually Mondays. So out here, down yonder in the country, in the South, not deep South, mid-Atlantic South, um, somebody is about to do Tai Chi on Monday in a class there. And Man, if I'm here, I should go to that. I should go to that and, and do that. Because I, I keep saying I've never taken a Tai Chi class, but I keep on freaking practicing it and, and trying to get better at it. So that's my little bit about, uh, you know, society or an observation or an article is things that I have driven by. <laughs> and that's churches. All right, so is there anything else? Um, thanks so much again for listening. This is a, a, a story of, um, of me surviving, so, so you can. Thank you. God bless. Namaste.